That was much better. <laughs> that was actually really in sync. I'm impressed. So we always have to sync up the uh, the microphones across the FaceTime call. So that way when we go back to the post-production, everything is timed correctly. Um, the last couple times we've done this, Brooke, we've had some issues. Hey, it's a two-way street, my friend. I'm just a little bit hurt by it. It's okay. We should honestly just do the everybody clap your hands and then do that. And then we'd be on time every single time. <laughs> well, you know, um, yeah, we're going to just take the, the, what is it? The, that's the Casper slide. Part two or part three? Casper slide? <laughs> you mean the cha-cha slide? The cha-cha slide? <laughs> yeah, but it, but it's called the Casper slide. The whole thing, right? I, oh my God. I was today years old when I learned that, if that's true. <laughs> that's so funny. Now I really yeah, want to know. Featuring the platinum band. And this time, we gonna get funky. Okay, <laughs> Zoomers, if you're listening, <laughs> and the Casper slide is really a thing, someone let us know. If not, roast him. I'm just kidding. Don't roast him. You know what? Him. No, I'm not, I'm not letting you roast me on this. I'm going to I'm gonna Google it right now. All right, great. Yeah, if you go to Mr. C, the slide man. Okay, the, I Googled Casper slide, and I got cha-cha slide. So. That's bizarre. I had no idea they were called two different things. Casper Slide Part 2. Oh, God. Okay, so you heard it here first, folks. Brooke is fake news. <laughs> I don't think... If you guys are with me, you just let me know, but I just feel like that feels un-American <laughs> to call it the Casper Slide. It feels un-American. Okay, all right. Well, I'm just um, kidding. Well, you know what? That's that's noted. Oh, that's funny. I, like, slide up in my chair. That could be fun. That could make for a fun video. Without further ado, here comes the intro. Hey, Zoomers, welcome back to another episode of the Zooming In Podcast with Brooke Garrison and Logan Peck, a podcast for the curious and creative where we dive deep into photography, entrepreneurship, and life beyond the lens. I'm Logan Peck. And I'm Brooke Garrison. And welcome to our third, fourth episode from the Quarantine State. Um, it has been, again, these episodes really do fulfill my weeks, Brooke, so I cannot thank you enough for being there for me, for giving us a chance to create, and for those who listen to the episodes, for listening and coming back each and every week. It really makes our day. Aw, you too, Logan. I'm excited to be here. I got my fuzzy blanket and a cup of coffee brewing in the kitchen, so I'm ready to get started and talk about some really exciting ideas today. Fuzzy blanket plus coffee. That sounds like a great way to start the day. And also, happy Easter. Happy Easter. I'm excited. And happy belated Passover as well. Yes, there are yes, the there are multiple holidays going on. So happy Easter to those who celebrate. Happy Passover to my fellow members of the tribe and those who celebrate. Um, we hope that you are um, spending some quality time with family and Loved ones, maybe you're doing. Um, I know a lot of uh, I know a lot of churches are streaming mass online for Easter Sunday. I know that myself. I've had the Passover Seder. We've been doing it over uh, video chat during the week, which has been nice. And actually, uh, you know, previously because I have family all around the country that that celebrates, usually they would host a Seder, and I wouldn't get a chance to go because it would be during the middle of the week, so we wouldn't be traveling for it. So now we're participating and. We had this, we, we honestly, bleh, words on a Sunday morning. 
we had this conversation when we started doing the Seder and we realized we could have been doing this the entire time. Like we could have, we could have been joining them via video chat every year and we just haven't done it. So it's interesting how because of the state of the world, we are shifting our mindset and realizing there are things that we could have done to be staying more connected. So now we're actually more connected than we would be typically in any mm-hmm. other given year when we have the freedom to go see people, talk face-to-face, and do what we want when we want. Um, so that's just an interesting observation I made um, this week. I agree. I've been dealing with the same kind of observations as well. I'm really interested to see what habits and hobbies that we all pick up during this time and methods of communication stick. Um, I'm interested to see the amount of Instagram lives that continue once this is all yeah. over, um, Zoom hangouts and stuff like that as well. I know for me... Um, going to virtual church every week since this quarantine is the most consistently I've gone to church probably ever. And I'm like, I wouldn't have done that without the quarantine. So it's just absolutely crazy. But there are many blessings during this season. So I think it's important when you get to take note of that. So I'm glad that you had a nice Passover and got to connect Thanks. with people all over. Yeah, it's um, it really makes you think, right? Because, you know, maybe and, and the cool thing, right, is that, you know, you're going to church more consistently than ever and there's no need to dress fancy because i know that most times when you go to a place of worship it's like you got to dress up and now- <laughs> logan knows i hate dressing up <laughs> that was why i wanted to do remote recordings i'm like i want to talk in my sweatpants <laughs> i want to i want to be in my which you know and the thing is is that we could have been doing it in sweatpants in person the whole time right athleisure right I that's feel like, like all is a I live in leisure fan <laughs> that's true I own way too many Fabletics leggings like if I'm going through all, I'm spring cleaning right now ladies and gents okay so Sponsored that's what I've been Fabletics. doing <laughs> oh I wish oh my gosh no but I'm hashtag going through all ad, my clothes hashtag sponsored hashtag okay I'm done with the hashtags <laughs> I like look down at my pile of clothes and it's all black leggings and I'm like do I have a problem nope. <laughs> or nope. a solution you know, why? Because, you know why because um because honestly, I think that's a minimalistic route, right? Having four pairs of black leggings or five or seven, 12, 15, whatever you have. You 22, know, you, I'm just kidding. You don't, you don't, <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. I was talking about my 15 pairs of Fabletic black le- leggings. No. Oh, um, okay. <laughs> um, hey, they're comfortable, all right? Uh, but you know, then you just have less to worry about when it comes to deciding what to wear that day, right? It's like, should I wear black leggings or should I wear black, black leggings? leggings? <laughs> You know, cutting out, cutting out the decision making, right? What is it? Um, we're we're trying to remove the analysis paralysis or paralysis by analysis. I've heard it both. No, ways. No, you were right the first time. You were right the first time. I've heard it both ways. Okay, well, let's get into the meat, the goodies, the reason why you showed up this week, and talk about our twenty first episode topic, which is how to repurpose your photo business right now. I think that, um, I know we talked a little bit about, you know, the state of the world, everything that's happening. Chances are if you're a photographer or an artist of any kind that involves you being in front of people, you are not doing what it is that you do on a regular basis right now. The only people you might be photographing are yourself. Uh, if you listen to episode 20, we talked about self-portrait tips, or you might be photographing people that are in your house, but that's really about it. I mean, the whole social distancing people are taking it to heart, I think more and more each week. So how can we, as photographers, still still make money doing what we love to do um, and be able to pay the bills during this time, right? Because um, you know, I know that the Small Business Association in America is offering some loan forgiveness to small businesses, but honestly, this might be a really cool time for us to pivot and find other avenues to bring in income. I agree. I think 
Um, if you're going to pursue the photography route as, you know, an extreme side hustle or, or a career, it's increasingly important nowadays to not just be good with a camera and be good with your clients, but also how to educate other photographers, how to repurpose your content, and how to create additional revenue streams still under your photography business that are going to continue to make it thrive when times of disaster or crisis happen where you can't be fixing someone's hair for a client and sitting them on a potentially germy surface and and make your living that way. So we have done some thinking, done some research, um, and we are going to be talking about some awesome ways that you guys can still make money during this time, learn something new, and teach others something new as well. Logan, what's your first tip? Think of these as recommendations, right? We believe mm -hmm. that uh, there's that this, and also this is not an exhaustive list, okay? There are going to be so many ways that you probably can think of that we haven't even thought of. So keep that in mind. Um, I think the first thing uh, for photographers specifically, right, is branch out to a different type of photography. If you are personally someone who, like me, and I mean, I think like Brooke, right, people photography is kind of what we're known for. You know, portraiture, mm -hmm. headshots, graduations, weddings, albeit stuff that involves taking photos of people. Uh, think about how you can branch out and, you know, maybe get into something that's more like landscape photography, right? You can trap, you can still, you know, while maintaining social distance, maybe you've taken photos or you can travel to by yourself places where there aren't people where you can take photographs of nice landscapes, nice sunsets, and start experimenting with just different genres of photography. I think that there are a lot of areas, there are a lot of genres of photography that can take place either in your home or in locations without people than you might think. Uh, landscape is just one of those. Awesome. Yeah, I think that that's awesome. I started with landscape photography, I think, especially Ooh. for those who are interested in starting photography, and maybe that's why you found us on the podcast. Um, mm -hmm. Doing some really cool pictures of nature is a great segue um, as you prepare to work one-on-one -on -one with people and get portraits as well. So, Because I think it's really good with helping um, frame things, and then when you bring it into post to edit, um, playing with saturation and warmth, it's really easy to do that on a landscape photo because... There's so many colors to pull from. Yeah, and I think you know another, you know another piece of uh, another or another genre rather of photography that I'm really interested in exploring more is macro photography, mm. because think about um, for those of you that don't know what macro photography is, it involves taking photos um, really close up of small objects and being able to see a lot of detail. So if you ever if you like just for example. Go Google like macro photos of a, of a quarter, right? Like just a, of the coin. And mm -hmm. you can see that there are some really interesting fine details in every single coin that you might have, you know, just in a, you know, just at your table. And it requires, but the thing is, is that it does require you to have a lens that has a really, really short, what we call minimum focusing distance. So every, every camera lens that you own has what has, there is a minimum distance required between the end of the lens barrel and the object that you're photographing. For most lenses, it's usually, you know, at least a meter or more, but macro lenses allow you to shoot things within a few inches of the actual lens. And it just has to do with how the lens elements are arranged to allow them to focus on objects that are closer. There are some cool tricks that you can do with, without having to buy necessarily another 
lens. Uh, like for example, there's a really cool video I remember that I saw, and we can leave a link to this in the show notes, is uh, I believe I saw a photographer take his DSLR lens and put it on, I guess, almost attach the lens in reverse. Like he took it off and then took the front element of the lens, put it towards the sensor, and then used the manual focus ring. And by focusing through the lens in reverse, you were actually able to take macro level shots. And Hmm. it looked really cool. I mean, some of the detail shots, I mean, yes, it has to be, you know, you're using manual focus, so you may need to take a little more time. But hey, you could use the lenses you have to take macro shots of stuff today. Yeah, getting good at macro shots, I feel is super important as well, even, you know, if you're a wedding photographer, because there are a lot of close ups that you do of the rings and the detail shots that it may seem super easy, but it takes a little bit of skill and patience to really get everything that you want sharp and in focus while still getting that creamy background as well for those macro shots. So yeah, uh, brush up on your macro skills, guys. Mm-hmm. Um, my first tip today is to use this time to find something that you are really good at with your business and develop an online education curriculum around that. And by online education, I feel like that can seem like a daunting term, but I'm a huge advocate for this because everybody has something to teach. Everybody has a story to tell and people would probably pay top dollar or just be so interested and want to book you forever um, for you to teach them something. And I just want you to find out what that is. What are you really good at? Do you have a gift for posing people and thus want to create a a whole course on how to make your client feel comfortable, different posing tips and communication techniques that you use when you pose your client. Or um, if you want to create a simple online course about how you edit your photos to look bright and airy. I mean, you can do these things through just recording voice memos. You can do these things by hopping on a webcam and presenting an online presentation and kind of and recording it all that way, but um, really do some digging and find out what are some simple things that are really easy to you, but someone who doesn't know anything about it would love to learn from you, and how would you break that down and teach that? I personally have a lot of fun when I'm like, let's just like spend the afternoon thinking about what I could create an online course about. And you'd be surprised how much you could probably teach people. So I think this is a really good time of season of growth, a season of learning, not just for ourselves, but for others. Everyone is seeking connection and to grow their knowledge. So why not um, create something that's a lasting payoff for your business and for others as well, because everyone's going to learn something through it. So um, highly recommend either an online course that you um, create yourself or um, developing an ebook of some kind. Ebooks can be like 15 pages, really. So it could be some very simple steps um, as well. And in addition to that, um, I'm trying to think what I was going to say. Oh, in addition to that, online curriculum can also just be a YouTube or IGTV channel. So Yeah, that's what um, I was going to say. Yeah, there are so many simple ways that you can hop on and teach something that are going to increase your brand awareness, increase your credibility as an artist as well, um, and potentially make you some extra cash flow. Well, right. And, you know, if you can, you know, if you have valuable stuff to talk about, right, I, you know, giving it away for free is a great way, like Brooke said, to bring, to build brand awareness. Um, I'm actually in the process of starting my own YouTube channel right now. So um, I have, uh, I've got a bunch of, uh, time today that I'm going to devote to doing some batch level recording. 
because I thought about doing it for a really long time, and I am trying to suffocate my own excuses as to why I shouldn't start it. So today is the day. So we're just the first slot of Logan's day today. Yes, yes. Well, you're an excellent teacher, so I will (laughs) definitely tune in to your channel. Tune into the Logan Peck Photography YouTube channel. Mm-hmm. Coming soon to a YouTube streaming platform, to a to a device that streams YouTube near you. But yeah, I think that that's a great tip, Brooke. Uh, and the other side of developing an online educational curriculum is taking the time to learn from somebody else's online curriculum, right? Take it mm-hmm. as an opportunity to learn a new skill that can help you in doing that next thing you want to do for your business. So uh, take a masterclass. Um, Brooke and I talked about this on a previous episode where I was like, does anybody want to go Splitsville on a masterclass membership? So Brooke and I did. Um, I literally just got it yesterday and I've already started taking the Hans Zimmer film scoring class. Oh, it that's is cool. so interesting. It oh is gosh. absolutely, like it's so cool because uh, for those of you that don't know Hans Zimmer, you've probably heard his music before because he did Pirates of the Caribbean, Batman, Inception, Interstellar, like just to name a few. Can you right? insert a clip in post? Is that allowed? <laughs> um, I, I don't know if I can insert like a, a clip of his music sample? because we'd probably get copyright flagged, but I could oh, shoot. Um, I could do a cover of the Inception, which I've done before, um, which is a lot of fun, and then maybe paste that in there. Um, okay. <laughs> He's got tons of Spotify playlists too, like for music to help you focus and study. Where it's just a, it's just a playlist of all of his greatest hits from all of the uh, movies that he's done. Very cool. He goes really in depth on the the abstractness when it comes to creating music and basically how you know anybody who has a computer or even an iPhone can essentially create an entire orchestra. Which you know, coming from someone with his level of experience, he used you know when he was originally composing. You know, he's literally sampling from a full orchestra of players, right? And it, oh my, it's it's just super cool. That's just one course that I'm that I'm do, that I'm doing, uh, but I have like seven others that are in my up next courses. Um, they even give you a, a cool little workbook that you can fill out that has. Like, oh, I love you to that. Take notes. Oh right? my god, I'm I'm a huge like active listener by note taking. Um, love stationery. That's my jam. So <laughs> you just made me super excited because um, Logan and I both got memberships. I haven't yeah. opened it up yet because for me. I can go zero to a thousand real fast. Like I know, like when I walk into a library or a bookstore, I want to leave with like 20 books and I know that I'm going to log on and sign up for like 20 classes and probably overwhelm myself. So I'm waiting till I have a little bit more clear time in my day, but I'm so excited. Just the thought of creating and learning hypes me up so much, almost to a fault. Like I get so excited about it and I can get like so into it um, that sometimes I can like overwhelm myself. So I'm, I'm currently navigating that. But I'll keep you guys posted on whatever um, course I dip my toes into first. Yeah, and I think you know a good a good thing is right is you know when you sign up for a service like that, if they have a bunch of courses, I'm trying not to get myself overwhelmed either by the sheer volume that's available. Mm-hmm. So that's why I picked a few that I was interested in, and ultimately just picked one, started it, and it's got like 26 different lessons, and each lesson has about a 10 minute video. So these are pretty long. These are pretty long lessons, probably three to four hours of video content per class, and that doesn't include any of the any of the um, assignments and activities that they have you do, right? 
So um, definitely excited to dive more into it. And I'm glad, Brooke, that you, I can't wait to hear about the first course that you take and would love to, uh, uh, and maybe you'll, maybe we'll both find ones that we didn't expect that we really liked. New segment, masterclass update. Masterclass update. Okay. All right. Coming to you next week. We will catch up on what we've learned uh, in each class. Yeah. So because it's film scoring, that means I'm going to have to put in like, I'm going to have to compose something and then play it on the podcast. We'll see. We'll see. All right. Uh, We're the waiting. pressure's on. <laughs> you just committed <laughs> to it, to all the Zoomers. So I did. You're right. I, I did. I did. That's on Ooh. me. That's on me. Something that I have been seeing by some other really talented photographers in the community are um, a couple things. One is FaceTime coaching sessions. I saw somebody offering this for like $50, but basically she's logging onto FaceTime and teaching couples how to do couple photos in their home with their cell phone and their self timer. So I thought that was abundantly creative and I was like really impressed. I was like, dang, that girl's got hustle because... Um, she's like, oh, I can't reach you. I'm going to come to you. And that's also like a whole other level of skill and talent to feel like you can teach someone how to take a really solid picture without you even being in the room. I'm like, wow, that Mm -hmm. is really cool. So, um, I think that is a prime example of like, no box is too big. Um, think outside of it and, um, get to teaching and find ways like your talent is worth something. So I know that this is a, a really good time to give and be charitable as well. But um, if you're looking to make extra income, offering some FaceTime coaching sessions could be an option for you. Um, In addition to that, you can also FaceTime coach other aspiring photographers. So if you wanted to offer one-on-one mentorship sessions, now is the time to do that as well. Yeah, I've been thinking about doing um, like uh, offering photo critiques to people, right? That's good. Like people who are interested in... um, like they, you know, maybe they're, um, you know, if even if all you have is is a cell phone with with portrait mode, right? Or maybe you have, you know, at least a DSLR and you can take some of those self portraits that we talked about back in episode twenty. If you want to, you know, if you want to send a few or you even hop on a hop on a FaceTime or I guess I think Instagram lets you do video chat now, right? I think you can do it like right within Instagram DMs. And oh, um, cool, you know, I didn't could, know that. Uh, you know, we could go through some of your photos, and we could do, you know, I'll give you a critique, you know, some honest feedback, some tips on how to maybe improve the editing or the shooting style, and I think that could be a lot of fun, because you know I've taken probably close to a hundred thousand images since I started doing photography at this point, so I've taken a lot of bad ones. <laughs> yeah, me too. I cool. think that um, I think, and again, I the reason why I think that one is super creative and probably is selling really well for this person that you found is because it's it's filling the void of we're not having as much face-to-face interaction right so we're reliant on having these video chat services to do that so mm-hmm. i think so that's why you know that's super invaluable i mean i got a chance to anytime i get a chance to facetime with someone especially someone who i consider to be a mentor even over facetime is just it's it's so helpful and it's very fulfilling because sometimes you know if that mentor is in a different place and like it wouldn't be like you'd have to jump through a lot of hoops to physically go see them mm-hmm. now all those barriers are gone because it is a simple call and and it, and i just really thankful to have things like video chat right now that's really the whole point of what i was trying to say no i got you too i am very thankful for video chat um another tip that we have um that's whoa I don't know what I'm saying another tip that we have that is a great opportunity for you to connect with people that you look up to or people that look up to you is to offer your editing services to people so um 
someone I saw online that's doing this is another photographer who is editing other photographers' raw photos. So if they're in the raw file format, you're eligible, um, you send it into her and then she puts her spin on it with her presets. And I think that's really cool to take your work, give it to somebody else, another artist, and see what they would do upon first glance at that raw photo. So I think that's a cool experience. Um, you can take what you like and what you didn't like from the final result and apply that to your business. Agreed. Um, I know th- I know several photographers who have done that. Um, Manny Ortiz, uh, uh, Julia Trotti, Triotti, Trotti. She's an Australian portrait photographer. Mm-hmm. Um, Jessica Cobasi has done it too. Oh, I love her. Oh my gosh! Don't even get me started. <laughs> she's my, oh my god, she's my favorite. Um, and and uh, Ted Forbes over at the Art of Photography. They do basically they're offering people a chance to have you know doing their own photo assignments, right? And then sometimes it's a whole assignment where they're just like trying to get people engaged in creating a community, which is another cool way you could take this or they're doing what Brooke said, right? They're sending the raw files in having that person that they really look up to do the edit on their image because you might think, you know, if you're not as experienced in editing, you might take a photo and, and almost want to throw it out and not think anything of it. But then this other photographer, you see how their creative eye looks at it from the editing perspective and they turn it into something completely new and exciting that you wouldn't have even thought about. And that's a great way to learn too, because then oftentimes what they'll do is they'll do a video and show people how they did the edit and talk about their thought process in that. So if you can get some feedback like that for free from a photographer you really know well, that you know really well and you follow and you respect, whose advice you re- and whose advice you respect, that's really valuable. Mm-hmm. I agree. Um, In addition to that, another tip that I have, and this is a little bit advanced, but I think some of you guys like to branch out a little bit more, is, you know, with photography, you have kind of mastered creating your own brand, or at least you're trying to, where you have a cohesive um, social media presence, a website, um, pictures that are all very aligned with your brand. So now could be a really good time to open up branding sessions and custom preset making appointments as well. So I know that there's a lot of people who want to be influencers on social media or want to have a really cohesive feed. No one knows how to create a cohesive feed probably better than you because you create cohesive galleries with your editing techniques every time you do a session. So um, I think it's if you've been doing this for a little bit and someone tells you they want something light and airy, you're going to know that that means turning up your exposure and your shadows a little bit. And then if you want, if they want something dark and moody, that's going to be, you know, turning down your highlights and your temperature as well. So, um, that's just an idea. If you guys want to open this up on your social media and be like, Hey, I'm making custom presets. Um, DM me the vibe you're going for and I'll make them for mobile and for Lightroom or something. So yeah. Another area I think that photographers can branch out to that probably isn't as much considered because we're so used to the digital framework is creating a print store, um, especially for your travel photos or even um, even some event-style photos. There is nothing more fulfilling from my perspective than to walk into the home of someone you know and see your artwork on their wall, to see mm-hmm. that they valued your artwork enough that they wanted it to be a part of their decor, a part of their home living space. Uh, so a couple, so about two years ago, I started putting together some of my best travel photos that I've ever taken and created an online store for myself. I try to make it as easy for the person who wants to buy it as possible. 
they can choose they can choose from a pre-selected photos they're already all edited all they have to do is choose the photo a size they can even get it framed if they want to and then it would con- it basically ships directly to their door ready to hang on the wall so that i think is an awesome opportunity for you to bring in some additional income but also just the ability to say that hey i have some of my artwork on another person's wall they liked it enough that they were willing to keep it as a part of their home living space. Um, it's very fulfilling and it it really affirms the uh, the creation of the art of photography, right? You know, because back in the day, right, print photography, that's all we had, right? It was just, you know, you when you took photos, you didn't know how they were going to come out. So it was all based on how does the print look. It's also really cool just to see work, what work looks like in print, because unless you have a 40 inch 8k monitor you don't know what your photo is going to look like when you blow it up to 36 by 24 right full poster size i mean it's just it's awesome so make a print store yeah logan's prints are awesome do you want to plug your print shop right now i would love to so (laughs) for those that want to support uh me in this interesting time um you can go to loganpeckphoto.level.press and that will get you directly to my print store. I've got, let's see, I'm opening it up right now. I've got about 18 different images from a bunch of different places. I've got photos from Israel. I've got some astrophotography photos, a lot of photos from New York City, Germany, Copenhagen, um, and even uh, and even an homage to Gainesville. So if you see something that you like, uh, please, please do purchase. I would love your support and would love to... Actually, if you would send me a photo once you do get the image, because I want to see where you put it on your wall um, or what you decide to do with it, um, because it would mean the world to me to have some of my artwork in your home. Yeah, I agree. There's no better feeling than um, seeing a picture on social media and it's just your photos in print, whether it's for a wedding invitation or for family portraits that are now hanging on their wall. It's awesome. I personally don't have a print shop right now, but who knows? By the end of this quarantine, maybe I will. Um, Now's as good a time as any, right? Yeah. (laughs) We really want to connect with you guys, especially during this time. Don't be afraid to leave us an audio message. What are you currently struggling with? What are things that are going really well? Are you, are you, implementing any new habits um is there anything that you heard today that you've related to we want to hear from you so don't be afraid to hop on anchor.fm slash zooming in and connect with us on social media at zooming in podcast logan's instagram page is at logan peck photo and i'm at brooke underscore garrison we want to see you on all of them okay Yes, and share with us also just what you're working on, right? If you just want to give yourself a shout out, send us that voice message. We love to play them on the podcast. Yeah, we want to hype you up, okay? We want to hype you up. Alrighty, well, we hope that you got something out of this today or at least some inspiration on how to make some money, knowledge, and growth during this time. Um, Thank you for tuning in to this episode of Zooming In. Hashtag knowledge. Crushed it. Crushed it. We'll see you next time.